Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Josh Eklow, Marketing Director at Onshore Security. Josh, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, Andrew. Oh, it's my, my distinct pleasure. I appreciate you spending some time with us on Business Ninjas. Uh, please tell us a little bit about yourself and about Onshore Security. Sure. Um, so uh, my name's Josh. I'm originally from Chicago. Um, uh, these days I live out in Omaha, Nebraska. Um, and I'm the marketing director for uh, Onshore Security, which is based in Chicago. Although these days, I mean, I guess you could still say we're based in Chicago, but we, you know, we have a, a, a good portion of our, our staff is fully remote. And, um, you know, earlier on in the history of the company, we kind of um, really touted our sort of local sort of um, status in Chicago. But now we really service internationally. So, uh, you know, I guess I guess you could still say we're Chicago-based, Chicago-born for sure, uh, both me and the company. But um, we've branched out a lot. Excellent. And and what does onshore security do? Well, we do managed security services, um, and the thing that we do in particular, our sort of bread and butter service, is what we call panoptic cyber defense which is a, a managed security service that en encompasses kind of our, our big differentiator is that we will ingest just about, and, and I shouldn't even say just about, we will ingest any data source into our SIM and our, the other big differentiator for us is our analysts. So, you know, there is automated alerting. There is a lot of use of technology that is helpful in um, detecting uh, anomalies, bad actors, stuff happening in your network. Um, what really sets us apart is that we have actual living human beings who are analyzing all that data and correlating it together. And the data from all your different sources, you know, the, the human being looking at that data and correlating it and seeing things that a computer wouldn't see, that ends up being actually what keeps you safe. So, um, so our analysts are a big, you know, that's, that's our service really is our analysts. That's, that's our bread and butter. Um, so that's Panoptic Cyber Defense. We we offer other managed security services, um, you know, managed firewall, things like that. Um, but sort of our, our big bread and butter is managing cybersecurity, analyzing data, and uh, detecting things in your network. Excellent. And, and what's the origin story of onshore security? How long have they been in business? Well, so Onshore as a company has been around for a good long while. Our, our CEO and founder, Stel Valvanis, he founded the company and he started working in um, computer science and network, uh, you know, networking and cybersecurity kind of even before that was a thing, you know, way back in the 90s. Um, I joined the company in 2015 and that was right about when we went from being onshore um, onshore networks, which was what the company was actually founded as. Um, and we shifted to become onshore security in 2015. And the real kind of impetus for doing that was um, the people we were working with were kind of forward looking and were recognizing that security was the most important thing to them. <clears throat> and we agreed 
um, you know, Estelle and a lot of the people that have sort of founded the, the company and are still with the company are from that sort of old school hacker mindset. So security has always been sort of at the forefront of our, you know, sort of philosophy and operation and everything that, that you know, we do at the company. But especially in 2015, we're like, okay, our clients are sort of reading the writing on the wall and seeing that security is, is huge. And just even in my time with the company, it's just become, you know, it, it almost feels like, you know, finally pe more people are recognizing it as uh, uh, the huge concern that it is. Um, so it's been interesting to sort of see that shift in my time here. But yeah, we, we made that shift in 2015. And uh, it's been a matter of just sort of getting people on board. I assume that in some ways, the pandemic sort of fed into your business as people started to scatter and work remotely, there's more and more access points and more yes. and more exposure. For sure. Tell me about the COVID years and how you guys have managed to grow the business in the last couple of years. Yeah. Well, I mean, for us, um, you know, like most companies, we were, we were sort of ha had maybe one foot in the remote um, hole or what have you um, before COVID. You know, mm -hmm. like we would have folks that would either need to or want to work remote for short periods of time. And so we were set up for that and we were probably set up for it more securely than, than most um, just because we're a security company. But almost immediately, we were just sort of like, okay, you know, pretty much when everybody left the office in like March, you know, of 2020, it was like March 18th. It was like, okay, let's do the things that we need to do to very safely work remote for an extended period of time because we don't know how long we'll be doing this. Yeah. And so we did it. I mean, we're security people, so we kind of were able to, to do it pretty quickly. And um, very quickly, we also noticed that there were a lot of sort of fringe benefits security-wise, not just like, oh, I can be home to pet my cat, but there was a long list of, of sort of security concerns that were, once you had everything set up to understand that you're not just protecting the office, you, you have to truly be protecting all the endpoints, which is everyone's laptop at home and, and all that stuff. Once you were really set up for all that stuff, there were a lot of things where it's like, oh, well, here's something that we don't really have to worry about as much. I mean, a lot of that stuff is like physical security based around maintaining an office for sure. Um, but there's also just all sorts of other little things. You know, I, I could, you know, there's, I can list a ton, but like some of them are just like, if everyone's remote, it's really hard to pop into somebody's office and have an out of band conversation. It just doesn't happen. You can't do it. And even well-intentioned security people will sort of do that sometimes. That just doesn't happen if you're remote. There's just, there's a lot of little things where it's like, oh, you, you know, you didn't really think about it, but it's like, actually, all of us being remote can actually make your company more secure. And so for us as a security company working with clients during COVID, it was pretty much just getting people to the point where they could be just as secure remotely as they are were sort of during the before times and more secure in almost every case, I would argue that going fully remote when you do it right, will leave you in a state that can arguably be way more secure 
and leave you manage, like not managing things that you would have to be concerned about if you were managing an office. Now, I know a lot of people are <clears throat> hybrid or still maintain a physical office that some people use. And, you know, we are like that. We have a data center. It's not like, you know, we uh, don't maintain any physical space. Um, but yeah, just even just the little things, you know, like that, uh, you know, just radiate out through our, our clients as they get sort of set up to be secure. And a, a lot of it's education. A lot of it's just training people to to just be in that mindset, because like I said before COVID, a lot of people were able to be remote and would do it periodically, uh, not uh, not often. But if that's if that's your sort of you know everyday mindset, you need to be doing it securely and correctly, and you know absolutely. And and, and what what verticals are you servicing at onshore security? So we'll we'll work with um, folks in any industry and we have clients and almost, you know, all sorts of different things. Um, but for us, the ones that we've really had a lot of uh, sort of good focus on, I guess would be healthcare, education, um, finance is a big one. Um, just regulated industries, pretty much. Sure. And that's the big thing for, you know, that that is with that is, I mean, cybersecurity is really important for, everybody and we used to joke like it doesn't you know like if you're if you're the you know it doesn't matter if you you're selling cherry pies your cyber security is very important you know that used to be it's becoming less of a thing where people just think oh i'm not a target because i think people are recognizing that we're all targets um but yeah i mean the thing about regulations that sort of uh helps is that there's Sometimes, you know, there's more attention brought to it, for sure, because it'll be like, hey, there's some new regulations coming out. Um, so, of course, there's, you know, the, the, everyone's thinking about it. And decisions start to be, you know, that starts to be brought into the conversation more. Um, but it certainly helps uh, just sort of move the needle on things if it's, you know, such where you won't be able to do business because you won't be compliant with regulations. That'll often, I'm sorry to say, that'll often move the needle more, it seems, than avoiding the sometimes hard to visualize risk of a cyber attack. It's, it's a lot easier to sort of perceive and prepare for, yeah, we just, we won't be able to do business because the law says X, Y, Z. Sometimes that moves the needle a little bit more. Cybersecurity is certainly a once bitten, twice shy kind of marketplace. There's no question about that. Yes, yes. And and uh, it would be best if people didn't have to get bitten to learn the lesson because uh, it's it's a nasty bite. And that's I, part of like what I've been trying to do in my marketing is just get people to kind of understand how nasty the, that bite to continue that metaphor can be. Um, because there's a lot of a lot of things that have sort of, you know, kicked around in sort of uh, the way people make decisions that have let people think that it's like that, like you could get bit, and then it's like, okay, well then we'll then we'll get it right, then we'll be good, then we'll fix it. And I think people don't really understand the level of damage that comes with that first bite. 
Well, let's stay in the marketing lane for a second. Sure. What what role has content played in the growth of onshore security? Sure. Um, so for us, a big part of our growth, it seems to have come with um, uh, a couple of things. Um, really getting Stell, our CEO, out there as a thought leader, because he is, and he has been. He's been in this space, you know, pretty much since he was able to use a computer. Um, and as far as our company goes, one of the reasons that I've always really liked being with Onshore is we do this as a, as political, like we have a, like in our heart, a vested interest in stopping cybercrime and making the internet a, a safe place to be and, 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 you know, do things. And, and we believe in the, the power of, you know, when you are secure enough to do and be online, great things will happen. And it, it makes us actually mad that there are criminals out there who are impeding that and going after, you know, people who are trying to make the world a better place and actively making the world worse by committing crimes. And, you know, it bothers us that a lot of people uh, sort of talk about and refer to cybercrime as if it was some natural disaster that you just can't <laughs> avoid, like a tornado that just came through the neighborhood. It's like, no, this is crime. This is criminals. These are bad actors. And so, you know, for us, it, it, it part of the, um, the marketing has been sort of letting people know like our why that that's, we care about this. We're not just, you know, sort of in it to be in it. Um, and part of that too, is just engaging with the community. Um, so it's like, you know, getting style out there, to, to you know, be a thought leader and be in articles and, and, and talk on panels and that stuff is great too. Um, but also just genuinely engaging with the community. And I mean, locally in Chicago, nationally, internationally, online, especially in person when it's safe to do so. I, I recognize that during COVID that was not really a, a safe thing. Um, but just engaging in the community because especially with something like cybersecurity, um, you know, I guess we're competing for, for business with our competitors, but it's, it's kind of a, to use another analogy, it's a, you know, a rising tide raises all ships situation, where if we all have better cybersecurity, it's better for all of us. And we actively want to raise the level of cybersecurity, not just for our clients, but for everybody and for just the average citizen and for the world. So, you know, being genuinely engaged in the community, I think, has, you know, helped people sort of see our our place and sort of philosophy and desire to, to do this work. I love that we now have what are referred to as certified ethical hackers. I mean, yes. it's it almost sounds silly that we need to have that term, but it's important because if the only people who knew how to hack all had nefarious intentions, uh, the world would come to a screeching halt pretty quickly. So, all right, look down the road a year from now, what are some things you'd like to be celebrating personally and professionally? I don't know. Um, lately I've been celebrating, um, I was, I was, oh, actually, okay. So a very soon uh, celebration, I think, will be when we have our next episode of our podcast. Um, it'll be the 20th episode. Excellent. And. Um, that was kind of my goal at the start was it's like, okay, if we can hit a nice, you know, number of episodes, I'll, uh, I'll be very happy with that. Um, 
I would say uh, another successful blue team con. We just had, um, we're the, uh, a founding sponsor for a cybersecurity event in Chicago called uh, Blue Team Con. And this was the, I think the third year this past year. And it's just getting bigger and better every year. Um, it's been just amazing to, to engage with people there. So definitely doing that bigger and better next year, which I guess we kind of say every year. Um, but as far as just professionally goes, I guess, you know, <clears throat> trying to think, you know, maybe launch, you know, some, to, uh, a new, you know, version of the website, you know, probably refresh a lot of marketing stuff as I'm sure all marketers are wanting to do. Um, but there's not a lot of new regulations coming out this year. And the Biden administration has been putting out a lot of really interesting stuff about their new cybersecurity strategy. Um, so I definitely wanna keep uh, us writing about that. We've had some sort of content about that. Um, so I'd like to keep pushing on, on that stuff. And yeah, there's a lot of regulations that I've been writing about for a while that I think are, are supposed to start sort of hitting this year. Uh, we'll see. So, so I guess, yeah, so part of professionally, I guess I'm looking forward to seeing how some of that turns out and then I guess just writing more about it. Excellent, excellent. Well, I wish you all the best in that endeavor. Yeah, Please tell us what your URL is, where people can find onshore yeah. security and what social media outlets you're using these days as well. Sure thing. So you wanna to go to onshore.com for our website. Um, for social media, we're on Facebook. We're on, um, we're still on X. Um, we're we're uh, on LinkedIn. Uh, definitely follow the company and, and find Stell. Stell has a great presence on LinkedIn as well. Um, we have a podcast. It's called On Security. You can find it pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, go to, I think it's anchor.com slash on security podcast. You'll find us. We're also on YouTube. Um, and you'll find lots of all links to all that on our website. Um, and yeah, I think... Um, you know, pretty in the next few weeks, you'll you'll see us out and about at a bunch of different events. We've got Stell talking at uh, uh, an event called Convergence in Chicago. Um, in the next couple of weeks, CordonCon is coming up in Davenport. Stell will be speaking at that. And um, yeah, lots of stuff like that. Excellent. Josh Eklow at Onshore Security. Thank you for spending some time with us on Business Ninjas. All the best to you and yours and continued success to Onshore. Thanks so much. It was great talking to you. My pleasure. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io, and schedule a time to meet with us, and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.